This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Here are the early public teams who are getting at least 60% of the bets in the Sweet 16. 70% of the bets have been on UConn, minus 3.5 over Arkansas. 66% of the bets have been on Princeton, plus 9.5 over Creighton. And 63% of the bets have been on Miami, plus 7.5 over Houston. Of all of these, do you have some that you'll be playing? Or now that you hear this, does it make you a little worried? It definitely makes me worried. The only one that I'm playing of those three publicly bet teams is UConn. I do like UConn minus three and a half. And I think the computers say the number is around four. So maybe you're getting a little value there. But yes, that makes me very, very nervous. When I see everyone on one side, I I always take a step back and think, hold your horses, man. Everyone's having the same thought you are. And again, listen, sometimes the square side, the public side, is the right side. The public does win. So it's not so, like yesterday is a good example. And when I was betting that under and like the Thunder and the Clippers game and everyone was on the over and I was like, you just need to trust yourself here. And just because the money isn't flowing in the direction that you want, trust what you see or trust what you think is going to happen. So it doesn't always go that way, but it, it, it is something that I definitely take into consideration. There's no question. Even though, do you put this in a different category? Because to me, March Madness is way more publicly bet on than like a normal NBA game, right? Like, I know, I get what you're saying about the line movement, and I totally agree with you. But when you see like the public all over a team in March Madness, like these are the most public of public percentages, right? Yeah, that's true. And there's so many casual bettors here. So, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes that... Sometimes that works to your advantage because you know there's a lot of people now who take interest in this tournament, who bet on this tournament, who don't normally bet, right? Because everyone wants a little action, then you add the brackets, and so it's just another reason why you might want to watch. Like even the lovely Catherine has gotten into basketball this year because of the College of Charleston, and now we're rooting for Texas, and she's been watching some basketball. She has a bracket filled out, and this is someone who – at the beginning of the year, wasn't even talking about college basketball. So even those casual fans are drawn in, but you are getting more money than you normally see. So it is different. You're absolutely right. It is different than many different times of year because this is something that even people who don't follow college basketball might just put some money on. I also was wondering how the legalization of sports betting in certain states can sometimes skew the numbers because the big Mm -hmm. one that just got legalized was the state of Massachusetts. So I was thinking to myself, what about these Northeastern teams? Like, is this going to have any impact on the numbers? 
Like, I don't think I would put UConn in that category. Like, yeah, it's a Northeastern mm-hmm. team, but yeah. it's not a team that, like, you know, everybody from Boston is, like, running to bet on. I think this probably only pertains to probably the NBA, where the Celtics are not only a very publicly bet on team, but they're also a very good team. So easy yes. to, you know, have a one-sentence handicap and say, oh, the Celtics are good. Throw my <laughs> right. money on the Celtics. That's what it always boils down to me. If this person has, like, a one-sentence handicap, and that's their reason for taking a play. Like going back to the NFL, like people say, don't bet against Tom Brady. Like I hate <laughs> playing plays like that. But I think there yeah. is one that maybe qualifies here because the once in its handicap for Princeton is uh, Prince has been covering numbers at an incredible rate, not only covering, but winning. So if you're giving me nine and a half against Creighton, that's a bet mm-hmm. that you're going to have to talk me out of. Well, I am going to talk you out of it because I looked at this yesterday and we'll get into that game. But I, you can make a strong case for Princeton. This is not my favorite bet. Like I've looked at all the games over the next couple of days and handicapped all these like I know you have as well. And I, I would lean to the other side and we can get into that. But as far as my favorite games to bet, it's definitely like not in the top two or three. All right. So we're going to go down the bracket and give you our analysis for every single game throughout the show, throughout the week. And we'll start with a few games in this segment. And before we get to it, you know, if your bracket, if your bracket is already busted, but if you still want to be on the action, uh, follow BetQL in the Odyssey app to unlock two months free of betting insights from BetQL. You can get expert betting trends, player prop ratings, and more. Simply download the Odyssey app, create an account, and follow BetQL to unlock your two-month free trial of BetQL. What better time than now? Uh, what BetQL gives you is the best bets for every day of the tournament, betting trends, public money line movement, and over/under picks for every game. So a great free trial. That's right, free. Uh, a two-month free trial to BetQL. All you have to do is go download the app right now. Uh, so let's get to some of these games. Let's start in the East region. We have seven seed Michigan State going head-to-head with seven-seed, or excuse me, three-seed K-State. We have the Spartans laying a point and a half, total of 137 and a half. Jenks, are you going with the one-sentence handicap here? Don't bet against Tom Izzo. Yeah, you just got, I mean, this guy has tournament experience. It's Tom Izzo, you know, Jerome Tang's new. Tom Izzo's a Hall of Famer. Tom Izzo's won a ring. You got to go Michigan State. No, I, that's what a lot of people are going to say. But I, I I, sort of think that is that is a part of the handicap for sure. Here's what I would say. Jerome Tang has done an awesome job. And Marcus Noel and Keontae Johnson are fantastic. But the Wildcats don't really play great defense. And I think that benefits the Spartans. The Spartans last time out against Marquette only shot two of 16 from three-point land and still beat the Golden Eagles. And I think the reason why is that they have an advantage lengthwise. Now, Jerome Tang said after that win in the round of 32 that coaching doesn't matter. It's all about having the right dudes. He's right to a point, but coaching certainly does matter. And I think he was just trying to deflect the attention from himself and give his players the credit, which I appreciate. But coaching does matter. The Spartans are longer and Izzo in this spot is certainly something you have to consider. I would just take Michigan State on the money line, minus 130. So if you're saying Michigan State probably is going to revert back to shooting a little bit better, because that's what I kind of took away from that, is 
they, for the season, they don't shoot a ton of threes, but they are pretty efficient in making those threes. So if mm-hmm. last time around they had an off night shooting, maybe consider the over because I think K-State can put up some points. Uh, like you said, Marquise Noel yeah. has been playing out of his mind. And sometimes it's hard to stop an offense that has a point guard or somebody running the offense like that. And we've already seen some early movement on this total. The total has gone from 136.5 to 137.5 with early action on the over. So, Jenks, would you consider a total here? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I, if I did, I would go over as well because I think you talk about the efficiency on offense for both of these teams. And again, as I mentioned earlier, Kansas State sometimes is not very good defensively. So it's something I would consider. I'm going to stick with Michigan State, but if I'm betting a total, I would go over. It is hard to go against Michigan State here. The run that they've had, and sometimes we'll see this, a team just gets hot. And I guess every team that's in this, you could probably use that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other little nugget that I wanted to throw in there is K-State has been one of the best covering teams in all of college basketball. So maybe the market continues to be too low on the Wildcats. They're 2-0 and against the spread in the tournament thus far. And now for the season, hitting at a 68% clip, 23-11 and against the spread so far this season. That's the best clip of any team still alive in the NCAA tournament. Jenks, do you think that's relevant? I think so. Yeah, to, to a certain point. It The problem with trends and things that you see this time of year is that the tournament is different. So I, I do take those things into consideration, but at the same time, there are so many different variables, as you know, that are part of tournament basketball that you just don't see anywhere else. Like one thing I look at, but I don't know if I rely on, is playing away from home, like our team's good on the road. It isn't a, a road game because obviously there's neutral sides here, but it's certainly if you're taking a trend into consideration, how someone plays away from home is something that I look at. It's not a perfect trend. It's not a perfect fit, but it's just one of those many things you have to look at when you're talking about tournament basketball. Oh, for sure. I think that one is because also if you're a great shooting team at home, And then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden you go to like a different rim and you can't make as many shots. That's definitely a trend that you put in your handicapping too, because that's the bottom line. You're never basing a play on one trend alone. It is one of the ingredients, one of the ingredients of your handicap as opposed to just, you know, a one sentence handicap, which I hate. And I've already said here on the show. (laughs) All right. So let's go to the East region again. But the other pairing, which is nine seed FAU against four seed Tennessee, we've got the Vols laying four and a half total, 131 
and a half. Jinx, I think this is the toughest one for me because I have been dead wrong on Tennessee so far. I mm-hmm. thought to myself, this is a team that's great defensively, but the offense is very hit or miss. And especially for a team that's already lost their starting point guard. Zakai Ziegler out for the season, has not played a single game in the tournament, but yet Tennessee is standing here uh, in the Sweet 16. So can you make a case for Tennessee here? No. My favorite bet is Florida Atlantic of all of the games that we're going to see. I love Florida Atlantic. Here's the thing about Tennessee is that before this tournament, the Volunteers lost five of six. So I'm not suddenly jumping on the Tennessee bandwagon because they put together two straight wins. And yes, this is a very physical Tennessee team. They like to bully teams. And they're also, at the same time, maddeningly inconsistent, right? Like, you don't Mm -hmm. know what you're going to get day in and day out. You mentioned Zakai Ziegler. I think that's going to come back and hurt them in this game. Listen, FAU against the number this season, the ninth best team in the country. They're 22-11-1. Also, I think FAU is a live dog in this one. If you're looking for some plus money, look at FAU plus 210. FAU this season in games decided by six points or less are 10-1. and 10-1. and one. So if it's a close game, they find ways to pull it out. So I love them to cover the number. I don't mind picking them outright. Al's plus five and a half. I am all over that pick. I feel like I have more at risk here because here's the thing. I go on the radio every week in Nashville and talk to a bunch of Tennessee fans that are, you know, saying, oh, you're going to tell us you hate Tennessee again? Good luck because you've already been wrong twice so far in this tournament (laughs) because honestly, I am surprised Tennessee made it this far. But you're right. On the other side, we have an excellent FAU team that I think can go toe-to-toe. And we're not even talking about an outright win here. I think they can cover the five and a half, especially in a game where points are at a premium. I think the under is worth a look as well. You talk about the physical defense that Tennessee brings to the table. And if they can limit Duke, I think they can probably at least slow down FAU. The under is hidden each of the matchups for Tennessee thus far in the tournament. So maybe the under worth a look as well. Let's head out west where we have eight seed Arkansas squaring off against four seed UConn. As I said, UConn, one of the favorite public plays already of the slate. Huskies laying in three and a half, total 140 and a half. Jinx, I know you like UConn. Tell us why. Well, I do want to say for the record that I'd love Eric the Beefcake Muscleman to take off his shirt and just go nuts if Arkansas somehow finds a way to advance. The only sabotage factor I would say is that Nick Smith Jr., who is the best player on that team, like has not performed yet. He's going to be a top five pick in the NBA lottery, and yet he hasn't gotten it done. So if he goes off, Arkansas certainly has a chance to win this game. But I I do think UConn is the better overall team. Metric-wise, they're one of the top 20 teams in the country offensively, defensively as well. And how quickly we forget, UConn was what? 14-0 at one point this season, the number one team in the country. And Adama Sanogo has been unreal thus far averaging 26 points per game in the tournament. Huskies are the more well-rounded team, and I think this spread is just a touch short. I will lay three and a half UConn. This is a tough one because I think Arkansas either wins outright or loses by 10. That is kind of what you get from Arkansas because they are, at their best, a very athletic team that can score in transition, but at their worst, they're a sloppy team that turns over the basketball. We've seen that several times this year. I think UConn probably is more fundamentally sound. And if they're not giving up the basketball, 
that's where a lot of Arkansas's points come from because they need those turnovers to score in transition. It's not like a bankable offense in the half court. Uh, so I think I'm staying away, but I kind of like Arkansas. All right, a minute left on the clock, Jenks, to talk about UCLA and Gonzaga. I'm going to throw it out there. I like the over here, total 145 and a half. But the spread on this one is UCLA laying two and a half. Jenks, what say you? I have UCLA winning it all, and I need to make this quick, but they got a break when David Singleton sprained his ankle last week, limped off the court. He's going to be back. Bruins are 3-0 straight up in their last three games as a favorite. I'm just going to take the Bruins on the money line here. It's minus 135, the better champion. Ooh, I like UCLA too, but I also like them to win it all last year. So I am a little gun shy. I do think we see a lot of points. Gonzaga does not play great defense this year, but they also like to run up and down the court. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.